got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the third hour already. What the? Of the show. You can get involved. There are two lines right now by calling 888-7753-773-888-77 Jesse. J-E-S-S-E. Jesse, my biblical question for this week. The biblical question, what is hell? What is hell? That's an amazing question. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on com slash show. JesseLeePeterson.com slash show. And you can listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad if you're too busy to sit and watch it live. Of course, you can podcast, but you can be listening while you're doing what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing. It's amazing. Amazing. By calling 641-793-1500 on your iPhone or iPad, 641-793-1500. One five zero zero. When you are, and you can podcast the show, but you can be listening to whatever, laying up at a beach, getting beat by your husband, or getting beat by your wife, or or riding an airplane, and were put together by affirmative action people, and the doors fall off in the midst of the sky. You can be listening to the phone. Yo. <laughs> you still can be listening while the doors are falling off. Or when you're about to land and the air traffic controller is a DI person. And they're like, uh, this is pilot, no, no, no. I'm coming in for a landing. Which land road should I take? Oh, wait a minute, baby. Let me see. Let me look out the window. Cause I can't read this board. Oh, these light flashing. What the? <laughs> Come in on the left side, baby. That, uh, oh, oh, right over yonder. Okay. <laughs> and they coming in. And then it, this alarm system goes off. Alert, alert, alert. Another plane is on the roadway. What the? I mean, I meant the other side over yonder. You still can be listening on your iPhone or your iPad, all right, by calling 641-793-1500. Follow us on social media, Destiny Peterson on Instagram, JLP Talk on X, 
and subscribe and follow JLP Radio Network on YouTube and Instagram. Isn't that amazing? Like, follow, ring the bell, blah, blah, blah. Real fast, it is Friday. It's get it off your chest day. Whatever is on your mind, express yourself Friday. You Tom like a mug. You need to go to go to go to go and get yourself bleached because everything you say about black people and you're sitting up there looking like a tar baby. Uh, it might sound like a semantics argument, but he's a great alien. I wonder if he's been smoking pot. I'm American made. I got American parts. I got American faith. Breitbart, 1969 to 2012. Andrew expired 12 years ago today. Isn't that amazing? From Breitbart. Andrew Breitbart passed 12 years ago today. May his soul continues to rest in peace. I, I knew him. I watched his work, his work, and Andrew was something else. He was one white man who was not afraid, that's for sure. And Andrew died a very interesting death. It was like, it was all of a sudden something happened, kind of weird. But may his soul rest in peace. He aspired 12 years ago today. A tough, tough guy. Took names and kicked butts. Amazing. Anyway, Hake, let's finish those super chats we started. Super chat. That was a super very chats. nice, Sean, a very nice uh, uh, contribute. Is that what you call it? To Andrew. Tribute. Tribute to Andrew. Contribute, but tribute to Andrew. I like that. Yep. Uh, that, uh, was, that was amazing. Thank you, Sean. My producer put that together. Aries 1 gave another diamond. No message. Thank you. Thank you. As always. Yeah. Evgeny Crosby with the diamond. Joe Biden went to the border looking for Ashley. Joe Biden, you can't hide. Amazing. He's he's so old and feeble. (laughs) I know. Stephen Hall gave a a coffee. Happy Friday to the JLP show. Forgave my mother yesterday and opened up that conversation. She reciprocated and forgave my father. 
practicing silent prayer and involving my wife and kids at home to introduce them to these new concepts. We're recovering Bible thumpers. Praise God for change. <laughs> Radical change is coming to my house. Time to clean my, quote-unquote, house. Um, right on. My universe needs this. Thank you. <clears throat> stay with it. 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 Amazing. Thank you. Hannes O'Callaghan bought three coffees. With every day and situation, I see the evidence of, and truth of letting go and everything working out by itself. Now I question why I still sometimes fall for the thoughts, but even now, it is getting easier to let go of these also. Yeah. Getting a new, better-paying job, survived a severe crash, car crash without injury, getting a new car myself instead of my old one, and so much more. Only because I'm letting go, I can face it all. Thank you, Jesse. Sorry for the unpithiness, crazy face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay with it. I wish you well. Never give up. It would be a horrible mistake to give up. Stay with it. Amazing. Thank you. Someone asks, what obligation do wives have regarding intimacy with husbands, our husbands? I have no desire, and he sees it as a personal rejection. He does not want to overcome. I love my husband and see he does indeed worship me. Worship me, which is why I've told him that he should get over his need for me in that way. He doesn't see it. It's one source of contention in our marriage. I feel conflicted between obedience to my husband, knowing that is what keeps drawing him in. I would want to know why you have no desire for it, you know, because the purpose of marriage, <clears throat> the purpose of marriage is to make babies and it's not normal not to have any desire for it, for the sex. So I don't know. I can't respond because I don't understand why you don't have a desire. Amazing. Thank you. You could call for counseling. Yeah. We have counsel, best counseling service on this side of heaven by phone, Skype, or walk-in. Go to rebuildingaman.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Rebuildingaman.com. Or call 800-411-BARN for appointment. Thank you. Amazing Asia, five coffees. Good morning. I was recently offered a promotion at my job. I work in NYC. We close at 8 p.m. In order to become a supervisor, I have to be able to close the store at least two nights a week. Usually work three, four days a week. My husband doesn't believe I should be out so late, especially with illegal immigrants running rampant because I have to ride the subway. He tells me to quit or only work day shift but I'm scheduled according to the needs of the business. And an attack can also happen during the day. We go half on the bills, and he doesn't make enough to cover everything. Is he overreacting to the illegal immigrants, or is it his ego wanted to tell me what to do because of this third, this is the third job he's making me leave just to start over? It's not like he's covering the bills. He can only cover half. So I end up leaving a job and then struggling to find another job. What should I do? Take the promotion or quit? Well, I can't respond to that because I have some questions for that. But it is a decision that you and your husband need to make together for sure. And don't you resent him. If he's wrong, don't resent it so you'll see the right thing to do. All right? But I do understand his concern about you being out there at night because things are bad now out there in the streets. And I do understand his concern, but I don't know what you should do at this point. Thank you. Also on uh, Cash App, Lamar gave a donation for, to JLP saying, Church, for church. Isn't that nice? Thank you. Thank you. Church is amazing. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Check it out. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. 
Thank you. Sonny bought a coffee. Jesse, my sister left her boyfriend of eight years for a girl. She wants our family to be accepting, but we want nothing to do with that type of garbage that our family functions and don't want to meet her quote-unquote girlfriend. Do we just let her live in her hell or, and ignore her? What if she comes around and tries to bring over her quote-unquote girlfriend? Don't judge her. She can't help herself. It's not her. And you'll see how to deal with it in the right way. But don't make an intellectual decision on how to deal with it or not to deal with it because the intellect will always deceive you and cause you to make the wrong decisions. All right? But just don't resent her. Amazing. We had no questions Sunday. Gave a rumble (laughs) rant. The earliest interviews were amazing to watch. People seemed so much more sophisticated back then. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. I am accustomed to those type of interviews that just got like grown-up talk. I'm really, it's really, the interviews today are like, I did an interview with Roseanne Barr the other day, and it was deep. It was like grown-up interview. It was really, really good. And uh, But I'm used to that, not this stuff that's just online with talk shows and nothing real, really to say. Thank you. Also on a rumble rant, we all love Trump, gave one saying morning and a nice morning picture emojis. Morning. Sunrise. Thank you. Let me see what the great white hope has to say, by the way. Oh, Don, you're a little controversial. You're talking about illegal immigration. I said it's illegal. (laughs) That's right. Amazing. Nice. Thank you. Greenwald gave a couple of coffees. The first man to reach a thousand feet from this. Here's my other Trump. So, amazing. See, I got the thumb up right there, too. Amazing. Nice. Amazing. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Canadian David is a Rumble supporter saying, Floshinsky with a diamond. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a... Uh, couple of coffees from Greenwald, I started to say. The first man to reach a 1,000 feet from the summit of Mount Everest got down only with the help of a phantom climber. And in 2004, a native climber saw shadow people walking toward him with their arms outstretched. To the caller asking about souls of the departed, they're definitely out there. Amazing. Thank you. Jordan bought our coffee. Jesse, keep singing for us uh, musical note emojis, three of them. <laughs> Quick, quick question. Where do you get those sweet polo shirts? Amazing. Uh, the store. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I will keep singing. I got a song in my heart. Amazing. Thank you. Space is fake. Bought three coffees. Hey, Jesse, shout out to the Cozy Plus crew. We love our moderators, but could I get a beta mail from my buddy, Duncanchino? <laughs> Bye! <laughs> I don't know Duncanchino, but... According to your buddy, Duncan Chino. But Space is fake, says Duncan Chino. Duncan Chino is a beta, but Duncan Chino is a, is a moderator over on Cozy.tv slash JLP. Well, Christ is king. Nice. Thank you. Beta! <laughs> someone bought a coffee. You can hear Joel laughing in that drop. Uh, someone bought a coffee. Adding on to the intimacy question, we are beyond baby-making years. We're in our 60s. Well, you're too old. What the? <laughs> what, are you taking back? <laughs> I don't know. Sarah had a baby, and she was 99 or something, or 90. And Abraham was 100. All right. And where is Sarah now? 
in heaven. And where is Abraham now? In, in Abraham's bosom. I rest my case. Nice. But if you're 60, that means he might be a little older, right? Right. Go on, lay up and just fake it. <laughs> he ain't, ain't going to last that long. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Women know how to fake it. Don't take it purse. Just lay up there. Oh, honey, that's nice. <laughs> and thank you, guys. I do believe that that is all for now. Uh, thank you all. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, Mike Young says, hey, Jesse, I'm like a Christmas story, the movie, when I triple dog tremble when I see planes in the air flying, and I hope that they didn't crash because now we have a bunch of, whoa, N-word, guz, N-guz, trying to fly a uh, plane. What a mess. (laughs) He's like almost cussing. Thank you, Mike Young. Thank you, Mike. Amazing. Nice. 888-7753-773. Kyle is a first-time caller out of you. What happened to Amy? I thought I saw Amy. Kyle, first-time caller out of Utah. Kyle, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning. Hi, Kyle. How you doing? All is well. Oh, that's right. Um, I got a question. First off, I'm a truck driver. I listen to you all day long. But I was kind of growing up with no religion. Um I'm starting to get into it. I'm curious on what is a spirit, if you can uh, explain that to me. I don't understand. What is a spirit? Well, there are evil, there are, what is a spirit, James? I don't know. <laughs> I know what it is, but I don't know how to describe it right now. That's that's kind of where I'm at. I don't I don't even know how where to even go about looking that up. And, go ahead. Hey. Well, I feel like, and I don't know, but I feel like I pick up on people's spirit. Me too. If they have some type of e- emotion or quote unquote energy to them, or a good spirit if they have like a calm, a confidence, uh, whatever about them. I feel like I pick up on those spirits. <clears throat> If you will, ten four. I know. I know that you know people call it the soul and all kind of stuff. But I do know that uh, God is a spirit, so it is Him. And I know that Satan is a spirit, which is evil, and that's Him as well. So that's a good question. Other than saying God or Satan, I don't know what to tell you. Hey, you know what? That's all good, man. I um, I actually thought of another quick question, if you have a second, okay. uh, while I was on hold. All right. Um, if I were to get married and have a baby, and let's say, like, you were my counselor, and I did everything you said from day one, right. would my child still have to forgive me and his mother? Or if you do everything right, if your if, parents did everything right, do you if, have to if, forgive? Or? If you, first I would ask, I would ask, how did you have that baby? And then, uh, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it, not out of wedlock, not <laughs> out of wedlock, the right way. But let's say that <laughs> you and your wife made a baby, right? And you, yeah. your spirit was that of love. You have forgiven, your old nature was gone, and your baby was born. Your baby would never have to forgive because your baby would be born into love. And in love, there's nothing but love. There's never, there's never anger. 
there's never resentment, so your baby would not be tempted to fall away from love. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. That makes sense, man. God dang it. It's so good to talk to you. And good After t- all this time listening to you. Amazing. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Hey, you guys have a good day, all right? All right. Thank you for calling. Call hey. me again. Be careful on the road. Yes, sir. 10 4. All Thank right, bye. Okay. 888 7753. 773. Joe is out of Massachusetts. Joe, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hi, Jesse. Good morning. Hey, Joe. Can I answer the biblical question? What is hell? I've seen it my whole life as basically a story, a lie created by men to put fear in other men to keep the churches full and the baskets full of money. So you think that hell is a made-up thing? Yes. Okay. Created by man, which in turn was created by Satan. Interesting. And, and it's just a story to keep to put fear in men and women and keep the churches full and the baskets full of money. That's how I've always seen it in my life. I appreciate it. Very interesting, uh, Joe. I'll put my two cents in on Sunday. I, I want to now, but I won't. And a very interesting uh, answer for the Bible question. I appreciate that. Thanks, Jesse. And tell that truck driver, be safe. Yeah, I did. I told him to be safe out there on that road, man. Be safe out there. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. All right. Bye-bye. Bye now. 888-7753-773. Let me go to Carter out of Virginia. Carter, welcome to the show. You're on the air. JLP, what's up, man? All is well, Carter. Thanks for calling. Awesome. I want to answer the biblical question. What is hell? I think hell is living in an angry life and thought. And uh, when I got that answer, the next thought was, that's a cliche thing to say for the JLP show. <laughs> but but that's dumb, too, because the truth is just the truth. That's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the devil's like, you know, don't say that. That's so cliche. But I'm like, no, that's dumb. It's not cliche. It's the truth. Well, at least you caught those thoughts. That's cool. Yeah. Well, but, uh... And so uh, re- repeat it again? What is it? Living an angry life and thought. Oh, yeah. Nice. I'll put my little two cents on Sunday. Uh, Carter, very interesting, man. Awesome. And uh, a couple, I want to share a quick story. A couple months ago, my stepmom texted me, and she said, uh, hey, kiddo, I miss you. And I said, one, I'm not a kiddo. I'm my own man. But two, um, I said, don't miss me. Nice. And my dad, call, my dad called me, and he was like, "Hey, man, I know you don't care about people's feelings, but you know you need to be nicer." And uh, we got into a whole big conversation, and eventually he said, "We got into talking about fear," and I was like, "It just doesn't make sense to have this fear, man." And at this point, I already forgave him and doing the silent prayer, right? And so my eyes are open. Like, it just doesn't make sense to have fear. He couldn't agree with me on that. And he said that his biggest thing was public speaking. And I know that was something that was in me for the longest because 
I got it from my dad. And so when he said that, it was like a moment of realization, like, you know, these spirits really do pass down. Yeah. It was so interesting yeah. to see that. So he disagreed with you that it wasn't. It doesn't make sense to have fear? Oh, he agreed. He disagreed. Really? And he, he couldn't think see that, that it didn't make sense. Oh, so he think it, he think it makes sense to have fear? Yeah, he just thinks it's natural. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, good for you, man. Stay with it. Stay with it. Stay with it. Yeah, man. It's it's really cool, and you know, I used to be so caught up in thoughts when I was doing the silent prayer, but recently I've just been letting go of them. Yes. And it's, they've just been so minimal now. Yes. And it's it's so cool, man. It's like my life is really being returned to me. And uh, I had no idea how to, you know, get out and do things. But I just, my stepdad told me, hey, man, you got to do it. And the light was on, and I knew I had to do it. And I just started doing it. And it's it's so cool, man, just taking on life for myself. And, and looking back at a year, it's like, you know, I've come such a long way. It's, it's really cool. Stay with it, stay with it, stay with it. It only gets better. It becomes clearer, easier, clearer, easier. It gets better. Stay with it. I will, man. Thank you, Carter, for responding to the biblical question. Well, I appreciate it, buddy. All right. Thank you, JLP. All right. It's been a long time. Roy out of New Hampshire. I asked Roy to call back from yesterday. Roy, thanks for calling back. You're on the air. Jesse, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, so you, you, um, I'm wondering if you could help me. Uh, I'm 36 years old. Um, I have no wife. I have no kids. And I've been praying, and I'm, I want to know, like, what I'm supposed to do with my life? Why am I here? Will I get married? Will I have kids? Um, like, uh, you know, and I ask God, like, you know, God, I want to get married and I want to have kids. And, you know, I've lived a good life and I just want to know what, like, what to do next. And when you ask God what to do, what do you say? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't get a, a definitive answer. I don't get a... Uh, solid answer. I don't know. And when you said to God, I want to get married, I want to have kids, did he go, what the? I don't know, because that's what I I asked myself, like, you know, why am I here? You know, I try to help people. You know, I I saved somebody's life last year from an overdose, and so, and I try to help out in the community, but, like, I feel like the next step in my life would be to get married and to have kids. Why do you feel that way? Why do you want to get married and have kids? Because that's what uh, my father did, his father did, my grandfather, and so on. And why do you want it? I don't know. I feel like it's just ingrained in me to do that. Like, I feel like I have to do that. And what's that that feeling like? Describe that feeling. Um... Well, I, I imagine, like, I, I would daydream that I have a wife and kids, and it's a good feeling. And do you do you daydream about the hell that come with it? <laughs> I'm willing to sacrifice. I'll sacrifice for the greater good, you know, for, like, a wife and kids. But ha- having wife and kids and catching hell is not 
a greater good. That's evil. You think so? 100%. So then what are you telling me I should do, boss? The reason you're on earth is to overcome hell. You gotta overcome. Yes, you gotta overcome all what you think you want, what you think you need. You gotta overcome all thoughts. Your purpose on earth is to overcome hell, not not to get married and have children, because all you're gonna do is catch more hell if you haven't already overcome hell before you get married. And Satan okay. is telling you that that's what you want, and he giving you those ideas. He's lying to you. He's setting you up for deeper troubles. But your purpose in life is to overcome hell. So could you help me? Like, what What could I do in order to overcome hell? One, one suggestion. Get to know yourself. Number one, you got to see the hell that's in you, the anger, the fear, the loneliness, the desires, and things like that. You got to yes, see sir. that is hell. And then you got to go forgive your mother because you got that from her. And then forgive your father for not protecting you from the hell that's in your mother. Yeah. I, well. Hold on. My father father passed away. Hold on, Roy. Hold on. Uh, The treasure chest is now open on D-Live. A quick break. Back in a moment. My producer has something that is amazing I want to share with you as well. Back in a moment. Check out my book, For Rage to Responsibility. I show you how I was able to overcome anger. The spirit of anger was taken away from me. I had it. And as a result of having anger, I was insecure. I had doubt, worry, fear. I was in a fallen state and didn't know it. And it wasn't until I went and forgave my mother who tried to turn me away from my father. I forgave my father for not being there and returned back to him. My spirit connected with his spirit and through him, I was able to return to God. And I have perfect peace. Perfect love cast out anger. And when anger is gone, fear and doubt, worry, insecurity, suicidal thoughts, all of that is gone and you are free. Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, or if you want an autographed copy, you can go to my website at rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-BOND. announcement at the top of this hour the hake report is coming up the hake h-a-k-e report.com at 9 a.m pacific time from 9 to 11 the hake report.com and james hake is on fire he ain't got the good hair for nothing the guy with the good hair you right and then at 12 noon brand new episode of the fallenstate.tv Jindala Mendez Vera. 
I think that's right. Jindal Mendez Vera. She is a Marine Corps veteran, feminist, and human rights activist. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. I am literally one of the highest ranking inventors in the United States history. According to your bio, you started an OnlyFans account where you post naked pictures of yourself. That's how I paid for my inventions. So it is empowering. To think of yourself as a powerful woman is an illusion. I could care less what you think of me. If you have a lot of internalized misogyny and a lack of education, I'm extremely happy. I know for a fact, inwardly, you're miserable. Very, I think you're going to like it. It was interesting today at 12 noon Pacific time. Support the Father State while you're there. Fatherstate.tv slash donate. And at 12, the American Anchor Baby. The American Anchor Baby flying high on natural energy from God, not drugs. You don't want to miss the American Anchor Baby at 4 p.m. today. And then Sunday morning fellowship for all. Go to rebuildingaman.com slash church. Uh, doors open at 1030. Meeting starts at 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And support the Father State while you're, I mean the church service while you're there. Donate tithes and offers. All right. I appreciate it. Let me go back to the busy phones while Sean is coming in as well. Um, Roy, let me go back to Roy. Roy, have you gone and forgiven your mother? Uh, yeah, I, I lost my father in 2010, um, and I took care of him until the day he died. I forgave him. Uh, we used to beat the hell out of each other. Uh, and then my mother, I, I pretty much, I want to say I forgave her also, and I, I've helped her with addiction and alcoholism and all those things. And did you tell her you forgive her? Yeah, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, boss. What did you say to her? That I, I don't hold it against her for how we were, we were treated when we grew up and that I love her and uh, I'm not mad at her and, you know, I forgave her. So why haven't you forgiven her? You have not forgiven her uh, for what she's done. Oh, I'm not sure what she did. What should I do? So why are you saying you forgave her when you don't know what you what she did? Your mother didn't do anything wrong. Okay. Did she do anything wrong while you were growing up that you didn't like? Um. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I had I had a couple. I had two brothers, and you know we didn't have a lot of money, so we just did the best that we could. It was a tough life. Your mother didn't do anything wrong while you were growing up? Uh, she argued with my father a lot. I guess. She was a good mother, though. She took care of us. What was good about her? Uh, she made sure that we had clothes and she, you know, she we had clean clothes and we had she made food for us, you know, for dinner, and um, she took care of us. And what was good about her? You just told me what she did. She was supposed to do those things. She had you. That was. A, <laughs> <laughs> what was good about her? 
her, I feel like, uh, um, what was good about my mother? Um, she had a good soul she, or she has a good soul. What was good about her soul? What was good about her soul? Her, her caring and compassion. When you ask her why she always argued with your father, what does she say? Because he was a drunk. So if she had a good soul, would she have been arguing with him because he was a drunk? Uh, maybe not. So why do you think she had a good soul then? Because she took care of me and my brothers. She was supposed to do that. Yeah. And um, did you ask her why her your father hated her so much? Why she irritated him and drove him crazy? Uh, you know, I we I talked to my dad all the time before he died, and uh, he kind of just did you ask, took it with a, Did you ask your mother why did she drive your father uh, crazy? Uh, I uh, I did. Uh, but I, I guess, uh, I never really got a solid answer. Your mother's evil. Really? And that's why she, she turned you away from your father. And your father knew it and he didn't know how to deal with that evil in her because she was just like his mother. He married his mother. And you see your father through your mother's eyes, not your own eyes. Yes, sir. So what? Can you hear me okay? I can, yes. Okay. So here's what I recommend for now, Roy. You heard me talk about the silent prayer, right? Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. Have you tried it yet? Uh, yeah, and I, I, I know you. I got to go online. You said, but uh, I thought I was doing it correctly. No, do it. Go rebuildingtheman.com. Do what you're already doing, whatever that is, and then be yeah. still and know God. Rebuildingtheman.com/slash/prayer. I want you to do that and watch the anger, for, and you'll see that your mother have screwed you up. And Satan is telling you that the answer to your problem is to get married and to have children. That just only creates more problems, not going to solve what's missing inside of you. Okay. Because All right. Look how many people you're supposed to have helped all this time, and you still don't have peace. Your peace is only going to come when you forgive your mother. All right. So, and your mother cooking and cleaning and buying you clothes and stuff, she was supposed to do that. That was, she had you, she was supposed to take care of you. That's not love. Okay. Do the silent prayer and call me and let me know what you think. Yes, sir. And don't get married right now. You're not ready for that. But I'm getting, I'm getting old, man. I'm 36. Abraham was not a hundred. So it's okay? Yeah. God doesn't right. care about numbers. He doesn't care about your age. All right, so just focus on what I got to do then. Yeah, work on overcoming the hell that's in you. Overcome anger. Yes, sir. All right? 
God bless you, Jesse. Thank you, buddy. You too. See you. All right. Amazing. Larry out of Indiana. Larry, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey. Hey, hey Jesse. How you doing? All is well, Larry. Hey, I'm calling you. So I've been messing with this girl for about a year, maybe a year and some months now. And it's just, I, I mean, I really don't know what to do. So right now, at first, I started messing with her when I, when I was in the following state. You know, I was having sex with her, X, Y, Z. But then I woke up and I was able to realize, you know, like, this girl, she has a lot of problems. And she's really, really, really afraid of her mom. And it got to the point where I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to keep telling you, like, hey, you know, you shouldn't be scared of your mom. Hey, you need to um, pay attention to what your mom is doing, X, Y, Z, because it's just not what I'm supposed to be doing. And I mean, I know what to do, but it's like I don't know what to do, and it's it's it's, it's really confusing me. So right now, she's um she she's really scared of her mom, and she's living with me. I mean, she was going to college, and she didn't have nowhere to go. Her mom didn't have a house. Her father didn't have a house. So I moved her in with me, and I mean, I guess you could say it's well, but it's really not well, like. A lot of the times she doesn't, she's not listening. Like I have to repeat, I have to say something and I have to repeat it for her to be like, all right. And then most of the time when I tell her to do something, she's like she's talking back or, you know, just not listening. But I, I'd be like, well, she's only my girlfriend, so I, I'm not going to expect full obedience. But at the end of the day, I still do a, expect some kind of obedience, meaning that she's living with me. And it's just, it's, she's just, she's just out here. I'm out working every single day. I'm working on myself every single day, like, I mean, I'm changing every single day. And, I mean, she's still in the same place, still with all of this anger, fear, and doubt, and worry. And she's just constantly looking for thrills. She's always trying to go to parties. I shut the party down, so she's not allowed to go to – I mean, she she's, she is allowed, but I just don't allow it in, in the relationship. You know, no parties, none of that. Because nowadays, and mostly in Indianapolis, you really can't go to parties because there's nothing to do except get drunk, get high, or get shot. Especially, I tell her, you know, like, she tries to say, she tries to say, like, the other day, she was like, she tried to switch it up. She was calling it a party at first, and then when I was like, no, you're not going to no party, she's like, she started trying to call it a kickback. And it's just a little get-together, it's my cousin and all that. Okay, so now I was like, all right, let me make it just clear. Any place where a bunch of young blacks, or just blacks, period, get together to get drunk or get high, you can't go. It's a no-go. Nice. And she, and she I mean, and this is co- thing, like, don't. Sometimes she she understands and she says, okay, well, you know, it's it's just going to take time. I'm not going to be able to see things how you see them overnight. And then I have family members like even my dad telling me, you know, like you you may have to just show her the right way to go. But my thing is, you know, when she's not listening, when she's nagging and complaining about anything, and in the, and I mean, a lot of the times she never condemns herself like, hey, what I'm doing is wrong, or you know, she's just like, I'm how not old doing are that. You? I'm, I'm only 18. You're 18? Yeah. And how old is she? She's 19. And you have your own house and everything at 18? Yeah. So your question for me is what? Um, which, should, I, should I be, I have my dad, sisters, people tell me, you know, like, and even she sometimes says it like, hey, I'm not going to get it overnight. It's going to take time for me to, to know, for me to be able to see things the way you see it and to be able to work on myself and fix my anger and my attitude over so my question is, should I be molding her or showing her the right way and, and just dealing with the, the nagging and the complaining? Because when she, when she does it, I'm just like, hey, you, you need to look at yourself right now. You look kind of stupid. You're mad over nothing. But at the same time, I'm like, I shouldn't be dealing. I, I don't have to deal with this because I'm only 18. 
and it's, I'm still working on myself. And yeah. you know, like molding you, it just doesn't sound right because you're you're only my girlfriend. And it's like I don't expect anything from her. You know, like it's moving still, her in X Y Z because I already knew what I was doing when I was when I did that. Yeah. But I just I don't I don't know about all this nagging and complaining and. And so your question is what? So the question is, should I be molding her and, and just, you know, keep dealing? Because when I deal with it, I don't mind dealing with it. But do I have to? Because it'd be sometimes where I'd be like, I'm good. Like, I'm about to just get out of this Larry, relationship because I don't want to deal with it. Larry. Yeah. Dump her today. Today, Larry, dump her, send her back home to mama, dad, wherever she want to go. You're 18 years old. You should just work on yourself right now. And if God meant for you to have a wife, he would send one to you that will obey you. You cannot mold another person. Only God can change the person. We can't even change ourselves. You're wasting your time. You owe her nothing. Ship her back home. Today, Larry, not tomorrow, today. Because Today, she I'm will, actually about to, I'm going to do it. She will destroy you if you don't. Yeah, I've been I've been noticing that, you know, like, when she doesn't listen, and I'm, I'm just getting to the point where I'm like, I, can't, I really can't trust you because she still has anger, so I know right. I really can't trust her. I tell, I, she tells me she loves me, but I say, you know, like... You she doesn't love her. you, Larry. She hates you. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> I tell her because she gets mad about, she'll get mad about something. And then she'll just completely change. I'm like, no, she has no love at all. She only has hate. You're too young to be putting up with that. You need to work on you. Do the silent prayer. Don't listen to those people telling you to put up with the devil. Ship that girl by home today. Okay, today, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow, not next week, but today. Don't argue with her. Don't fight with her. Don't convince her. Just tell her it's over. She got to go today. There's absolutely no way at all this relationship will work. No. It ain't going to never work. First of all, you're yeah. doing it the wrong way. She shouldn't be living with you, period. You're 18 right. years old. You're too young to be in a relationship like that. You date, but don't be in a relationship. You know, you just deal with them, but don't spend your money on them. Don't be into that, right? And uh, uh, you can date, but don't spend money on them. Don't move them in. Don't live with them. And continue to seek the kingdom of God, and he will add everything to you. But you ship her home today. You can't help her. And don't argue with her. Tell her, no, you got to go. And if you're full, like, oh, be patient. Tell them to marry her. Okay, yeah, yeah. And that's another thing. I, I, so I have, I have this, I have, I got two dogs, and one of the dogs, it's like one dog is mine, one dog is Come her. back to your phone. Hold on. A lot of stuff in the house. Like, we got two dogs. There's a boy dog and a girl dog. So I really don't want her to take the dog, but, like, she, she's very petty. So she's going to go in the house. She's going to take, I mean, a lot of the stuff she has in there. She's if, if I don't want her to take the dog and she still takes the dog, should I go after the dog or should I just be like, because I know that if I no, go after the dog. No, let her have the dog, the cat. Let her have the dog. Let her have her clothes, the dog, the cat. Don't be attached to that, but get her out of your house. Get her away from you because she will destroy you. All right. I'm about to go ahead and give that call right now. 
And, I appreciate that. And Jeff. then if your folks like, oh, don't do that, let us stay. Tell them to come again and let us stay with them and let her <laughs> screw up their life, not yours. <laughs> yeah, man, because I, I see, you know, like, if it was up to me, there would be 100% peace. In the, and yes. She'd be like, and she doesn't believe that's possible. I'm like, don't, I don't try know to convince you. Take convince the devil of anything. Don't argue with the devil. Don't try to convince the devil. Get rid of her today, Larry. And be done with her. If she start crying, let her cry. If you want to bake a cake, whatever. But be done with her. She will destroy you. Got it. And you stay with the silent prayer, work on you, and only seek the kingdom of heaven. Seek God. And he'll add whatever you need to have. It'll happen naturally. It'll be, you don't have to make it happen. It will happen naturally. You're not supposed to be trying to make any relationship work. Either work or it doesn't. And this one ain't working. All right? All right. All right, let me know how it goes, but ship out. Sure. Let her know today she's out. All right, I got you. I'm going to call you back and let you know how it goes. Does she have a key to the house? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. She has a key to the house, and she doesn't... Uh, Put a new lock on before you let her know she's going. So I'm working right now, so I don't get off until 10. So do I go and get a lock and tell her later on tonight? Because I want to call her right now and let her know, like, hey. So she can go ahead and start getting her stuff out. And then while I'm working, you know, she get out and then I come home. And then I come home to an empty house. That'd be nice. Okay, you can do it that way if you think she she's going to be so angry. I'm not sure if she would do it. Is she on any of your bank accounts or anything? Oh, yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, don't have on your accounts or anything, all right? Yeah. Uh, but here's yeah, so what I recommend. Are you off tomorrow, Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, yeah. Okay, here's what I recommend. Hang in there for today. Since you're at work already. In okay. the morning, tomorrow morning, get up and go buy a lock. Put the lock on, change the lock, and then tell her she got to go. All right. That way you'll be home so you make sure she don't steal stuff and break stuff. Right. And if she start breaking stuff, call the police and have her arrested. Okay. All right? All right, I got you. I'm going to call you on Monday let you know how it went. All right, and don't overreact to anybody else overreacting to it. Yes, sir. All right, but I wish you well. All right, I wish you, you as well. Thank you. Amazing. I want to, my producer, Sean, told me about amazing thought he realized about thoughts. Yeah. I mean, it might might be obvious. It is something we talk about all the time, but it's just amazing to me how what, what we do to af- avoid feeling bored. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like that, that, yeah. that relationship to the thoughts that we have, like dancing, dancing with the devil is something we engage in. Yeah just to avoid feeling, quote-unquote, bored. Like, we don't want to move on because we, we'll, we'll get that feeling of, of it not going our way or not feeling bored. I was doing the, the silent prayer last night, and I, it just, like, this is something I've thought about before, but it sort of hit me in a new way. You know, yeah. I saw it clearer than I, than I usually do because I got a thought, and then it led to another thought and another thought and another thought. And I thought, you know, how, how, did, how did that happen? You know, where did that come from? And I realized, you know, it came, it came to me, and, and the devil said, you know what? Um, you should think about this. Will be interesting. Think about this for a while. You don't want to be bored. You don't <laughs> uh, want to be bored, right? Whoa. You should just you should just think about this for a little. Play with this for a little while, and then I I did, and then it and then once he got me, it led to another one and another one and another yeah. one. But it's like that's all you've ever known, yeah. you know. So that feeling of boredom is almost like losing a 
it's like breaking up with someone or losing a, a friend, you know what I mean, that you've had your whole life. Because it's another false identity that you've identified with all your life, thinking that boredom was good or bad or something, so you tried not to deal with it. It's just another false identity. Right. That's amazing. Yeah, and boredom is, is, a, feel, is a feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just as evil as anything else. You can hear people say, oh, I feel bored. I know, right? <laughs> and the old, the old phrase is only boring people feel bored or only, <laughs> only boring people get bored. But, but in any case, it's, it, I don't know. I started looking at it in a new way. Right like Because cause like I said, he, just, he, he gave me a thought and I, and I took it. And I said, well, I don't want to feel bored. I'll just, this will be interesting. <laughs> this will be fun to think about this for a while. <laughs> and that's what happened when we communicate with him at all. He'll give you one thought, and as soon as you accept it, he'll give you another one. Right. He'll give you another, then you find yourself doing everything he says. Right, like, 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 like uh, Larry, who, who yeah. just called. At the beginning of the call, he said, you know, I pretty much know what to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. he already knows, but the devil's giving him all these other, th- other thoughts yeah. to avoid from... From, you know what from, need from to feeling do. bored because he's so used to getting that thrill of dancing with the dancing with the devil. Yeah, amazing. Dude. I don't know. Amazing. I love it. Boredom. It gets better. Yeah. Super chat. Super chat. Super chat. Stan sixty nine with a diamond. For how long must we keep fighting Islamic horror? <laughs> Islamic horrors. Islamic horror. What do you mean? Is he fighting it? How's he fighting it? I don't know. He's saying we. I don't know what you mean, Stan 69. <laughs> That's Stan 69, right? Stan 69. Stan 69. I can't respond. It's not clear to me. Thank you, buddy. JV the Great bought a coffee. Why do black Democrats feel like they're blacker than black conservatives? It's as if they feel like they're really black and black conservatives are sellouts. Because they hate white people. Amazing. Mike Young bought a coffee. Hey, hey, James Haig. Sorry for the super chat earlier. But I don't know what has happened to your people, James, where they have led affirmative action to destroy many businesses of America, including the aviation industry. Amazing. He's the one who was cussing and saying, Engas. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Deus Intra bought a coffee. Answer to the biblical question, what is what hell? What is hell? War is hell. War is not the answer. For Ho- only love can conquer hate. Amazing. Ho- Thank you. Horrors I'll of, put my two cents Sunday. Horrors of Cody bought a rumble rant on Jesse. You got to know how to rumble. Jesse, I've been crying all morning to your videos. I wish you could come up to Massachusetts and wake these fools up. <laughs> it's pure insanity. Enjoy your day. Thank you. I appreciate that. Shout out to Aries 1, Stan 69, WD41, Evgeny Crosby, and the rest of you guys over the DLive crew for the support. And thanks, guys. I do believe that that's all for now. Thank you all. Thank you all. Amazing. That is an interesting thing you said about the boredom you see now. And that's what happens if you stay with it. You learn more wisdom. More wisdom comes yeah. about things that you had done. Yeah, every thought is like a little thrill. Yeah. No matter what it is. Yeah. All for the thrill of it. Amazing. I am so out of time. The Hake Report is coming up now. The Hake Report.com. From 9 to 11, then at 12 noon, the Father's State, brand new episode. At 4 p.m., the American Anchor Baby, this Sunday morning meeting. Joel, I just saw your note. Larry, Joel, ask me to remind you, don't have sex with that girl again. It'll keep you there. No more sex. Stay away from it. It's a drug. All right. Okay. Uh, Tyler, first-time caller. Joel, out of Oklahoma. 
Kurt out of California, James out of California. I am so out of time. The hate report coming up now. Get on that straight and narrow path and stay there. Just stay there, stay there, stay there, stay there. No matter what situation comes, stay there. All right, I'll see you on Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, rebuildingaman.com. Rebuildingaman.com slash church. Take care, y'all. Amazing week. And thank you for your support, super chats, and everything. Thank you. Amazing. Here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. And I want you to start doing it. You just download it, get the points of how to do it. And then after a while, you just do it on your own. It's going to point you in the right direction that your life will be returned to you from God. He will give you your life back. Because anyone and all people who has anger, they're not themselves. You are the person that you are angry at. That's why it's so important to get to know yourself so that you can see who you're angry at. And if you're doing the hooping and hollering prayers and things like that, some people get up, oh, praise the Lord, hooping and holler, bless my mama, bless my daddy. Continue to do it. Do both. You will see if you want to stay with the hooping and hollering or do you want to be still and know God. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. So I asked the question, are you better than a child molester? I've discovered over the 30 years of counseling, the one thing that's missing, the one thing that's missing, and I think because it's not taught in the homes or talked about, we don't have examples of it, right, is love. Our theme this year is to bring back Christianity to love God with all our heart, soul, and might, our neighbor as ourselves, and uh, to endure. And there, when you're in a fallen state, people will judge the molester but think they're better than the molester. And I ask, well, why do you think you're better? What I realize, it doesn't matter what you think about yourself or how much you have or don't have or how you accomplish things in life or don't. If you have no love, you have nothing. 